I got to buy an adapter. I need this to plug in there. I'm not going to hear it. Probably not today. I'm going to buy the adapter for you. All right, all right. Hey, G, intro us, man. Fresh start. <laughs> Let's get it. We hot? We recording? We hot? Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's going on? This is Fresh Podcast. I'm G. What up? It's your boy, B-Cunny, Braylon Dwayne. Y'all know. Man, this is your boy, D-O-S. D-O-S. He from Fayetteville? <laughs> you from Fayetteville? He's not one though. Nah, I'm from the other oh, not one oh, though, oh, man. I'm oh. from Port City, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, Wilmington. Yeah, well, okay, you know okay, where okay. Uh, that dude is from? What's his name? Uh, MJ, Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. On oh, the okay, second okay. greatest basketball player. <laughs> second greatest. I love that nigga, man. Yeah, he yeah. put on for NC. Space Jam <laughs> one. He put on for NC. Space Jam one. Yeah, that nigga was yeah. born in '69 or whatever. Space Jam one. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Mike? I'm not sure, man. But you know, he's uh timeless. Where I'm from, <laughs> and, and and actually all around the world. <laughs> so you know, who's the real twenty three? Between who? I don't know. Just niggas only one, only niggas one, that wear the number twenty three. The only really one that come to mind universally is um, it's been MJ. And, oh, I mean, so I guess LeBron is the uh, other guy doesn't. I guess LeBron wear twenty three too, right? I think so. Well, okay, what was so, what, so what was Rip Hamilton's number? Negative twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was the greatest nigga to ever wear twenty three. No, I like Rip, man. He was the king of the, the mid-range. That's the greatest nigga to ever. Oh, no, he was 32. He Yo. Was 32. He was the king Matter of the mid-range. He was 32. Hey, let me be clear. I know everybody hasn't seen every video because there's been a lot. And I've tried to share them, but there's been a lot, and they're long. I was a person who thought LeBron James was the GOAT. I thought he was the greatest basketball player of all time. I argue people about Kobe. I argue people about LeBron. I mean, Michael Jordan. I've argued people about Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Ch- the list goes on. I've always stood on the fact that I thought LeBron, in my personal opinion, my personal opinion, was the best basketball player I ever saw. I'm willing to admit I was wrong. LeBron James is no longer the GOAT. KB is the GOAT. KD? KB. KB. And no, not Kobe Bryant. Okay. Kwame Brown is okay. the motherfucking <laughs> goat. Yeah, I can't Tell disagree. Tell me a nigga really than Kwame Brown. Yeah, he went on a straight uh, assault <laughs> this past week. And, um, you know, to be honest, bro, a lot of people woke up and they had a bad day. <laughs> you know, because uh, Kwame didn't hold no punches, okay? Right. Unlike Matt Barnes. Ooh, what'd he call him? Well, no, I, I don't want to be. I think he said Becky with the good hair. Mm. And he called him a little light skinned girl too. Mm. That nigga yeah, called him a mulatto, yeah, <laughs> light skinned, yeah, pretty. He, he was female. going in. He was going in on that man. Becky yeah. with the good hair. Yeah. You know, I, I got. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, he went exactly. in on the Derek Fisher shit too. Yeah. Hey, I bet fifty dollars that uh, Matt Barnes won't mention Kwame this week. <laughs> he invited him to the show. So here's why I heard Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, I actually like Matt Barnes. I know you do too. Yeah, I like, I like Matt Speak Barnes. Speak on, on uh, why you like Matt Barnes, first of all. I like Matt Barnes because he ain't, he, he ain't take no shit. He ain't take no shit from Kobe. But, right. You know, oh. So that's that's why I used to fuck with Matt Barnes. But You know what? 
I've never been a Kobe. I was not a person who rooted for Kobe. So let me be clear on Kobe. Right. Because Kobe passed away. Mm-hmm. So God bless the dead. Right. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. R.P. Kobe. Mm-hmm. When you're a sports fan, and I realized, thanks to Shamar, I've gotten a little emotional over the last few hours. Y'all didn't see that shit. But when you're a sports fan, you attach yourself to players and teams, yeah. and you defend them to the core. Facts. That's part Facts. of being a fan. That's why the word fan is short for fanatic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you get fanatical about the people you fuck with. And as a LeBron fan, what? And uh, I'm talking about myself. As okay, a LeBron okay. fan, uh, there was always the Kobe versus LeBron. And I used to try to attack Kobe Bryant or diminish Kobe Bryant in order to build LeBron up, right? Thanks, yeah. But the truth be told, I have a lot of respect for Kobe Bryant. I'm more so than a LeBron fan. I'm a fan of basketball. Right. I right. love the game. nigga. I basketball hoop- first. right? Outside right. of Dex, who can't beat me, I've hooped with everybody here. I've seen everybody here play. Dex, you can't beat me. Um, <coughs> you know, we got to let people. And we enjoy the game of ball. We got to let people be delirious when they may. You know what I mean? It's Sunday. Happy Sunday, everyone. And, uh, Sunday, Monday. I mean, the crazy thing to me is, you know, he started his sentence off about Kobe Bryant and then. He just randomly went to LeBron James. And the reason I'm gonna tell you why. Let me tell you why. The reason <laughs> but, I went to LeBron. Let me tell you why. <laughs> now he wanna continue, right? Yeah, okay. But <laughs> if I can finish my sentence real fast. Go ahead. Real fast. Okay. You know, but he's always the one that accuses people of bringing up Kobe when they're talking about LeBron. All right. And I'm but gonna tell you, what did he yeah. just do? Yep, he's right. And I'm gonna explain exactly why I brought up LeBron. Because I was trying to big up Kobe. When I used to hate on Kobe, it was because I loved LeBron. As I watched Kobe mature and as I got older and mature, I realized that nigga Kobe nice. <laughs> nice as and fuck. And it, it has nothing, regardless of how great I think LeBron is, Kobe nice. There's yeah, no reason to Kobe, hate on yeah. him. But he when did buckets. you realize that? Yeah, he used um, to get buckets. Probably. After he retired? No, 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 no. Probably, I think when I saw, when LeBron started winning rings, honestly. And the Lakers were no longer in the playoff, like in the championship conversation. And I used to watch Kobe's after game interviews. And I used to think he was smug when he was younger. Right. When the uh, reporters would ask him questions, I used to think he was arrogant and cocky and sort of a dickhead. And then I started. Like all young men. Yeah. And I started (laughs) to despise some of the um, reporters and how they would position questions towards players. I felt like they would put questions out there to try to get players to say a certain thing that would cast them in a bad light. And what I recognized was Kobe was smart. He was like, motherfucker, no. He just wasn't going for it. Right. And, I, and I gained a lot of respect for him. And then I started to be like, you know what, to be honest, I probably, outside of LeBron James, I probably seen Kobe Bryant play more basketball than any player. Right. That's who, I was born in 86. Kobe came in the league in 96. Right. Right. Jordan came in the league in 84. Yes, I've seen the clips of all the 80s, but let's be real. I wasn't watching the NBA and Michael Jordan in the 80s. Mm. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Correct. If I did Correct. see him, I don't remember it. No. Correct. Right. Correct. See, so I've seen Kobe pl- and LeBron play more than anybody. Kobe and LeBron. And I love to root against them. And Tino, because I called him, I text him, Steve, a bunch of niggas. Yo, Kobe just died. <laughs> I was like the first nigga I knew who texted that. And niggas, Terrell, Steve, all them was like, yo, this can't be real. This is fake. Right. And I was like, I hope so. And when we realized Kobe died, that shit brought tears to me, bro. As somebody who never 
rooted for Kobe, mm-hmm. I, it was all purely basketball. Right. Mm-hmm. As a man, yeah. he was an awesome person. And then what we're doing, trying to create content. Yeah. Look at what he did, winning Oscars. Yeah, yeah. After basketball. Was a great father to kids. After basketball. Yeah. Let me tell you, uh go ahead. When Kobe passed, man, you know, I was um I was actually at a part time job at that time. You know, we was uh I believe what was it January twenty twenty, right? January twenty eighth. It started twenty it started twenty twenty. A crazy year. But this just like, you know, after everything that happened, you know what I'm saying, we'll never forget what happened right before that. You know what I'm saying? Kobe Bryant passed away. I was uh, I was in my part-time job. I got the call, yo. I said, I didn't believe it. Because I think I posted it in our group chat first. Like, but it was immediate. You know what I mean? Like, the news came in. Shay Room posted it or someone. Nah, nigga, you ain't post that first. No, I put it in. No, I put it in our chat. Nah, I'll, I'll pull up the chat, nigga. I put it in first. Go ahead. I put it in the chat, and then uh, you yeah. know, nobody <laughs> believed it though. No, we thought it was. You can't. No, 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 no. This, I did it. I did chat? it. When what I group, saw it, I thought it was chat? definitely fake news. Oh, you talking about a different group chat? No, I was in our that group chat. chat. When our no. group chat, when I saw. Terrell, he's when stabbing. I saw the post, <laughs> no, when I saw the post, I thought it was fake because that's not something that you're gonna wake up and you believe. You're gonna with me and T. I'm really getting to the point of I didn't believe the news. <laughs> I'm getting to the point that you did not chat. say that first, nigga. I think it was our group chat, but I'm I didn't believe that news. Uh huh. I was like, no, you know what I mean? No way, bro. Kobe Bryant. It just in a helicopter. Seem, it just seemed. It was a unique. It was so odd. I, I was a I was a Froby fan. Truth be told, when I became a, a Los Angeles Lakers fan, because of Kobe. let me talk to some of you LeBron fans that are not rooting for the Lakers. When, I don't when, root for the Lakers. No. I root for LeBron. I'm speaking for them. Yeah. May I? You, yeah, you're the prime example, May man. I? That ain't, you know, uh, right, that's so why I can talk how good, I talk. But you're getting ready to tell me why you weren't a Lakers fan. That's why I can fan. talk about LeBron you, But you're I getting talk. ready to tell me how you weren't a Lakers fan no. until you became a Kobe fan. So I'm go trying ahead. to just tell you. Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. You know, tell me what the big difference is. got me off track. See, what I was saying is, you know, to all LeBron I was saying that you was about to say, let me figure out how to flip that. I became a Los Angeles Lakers fan the summer that Shaq, Shaq got traded oh, from Orlando, okay. but it happened yeah. to be around the same time Kobe went. And okay. then from that day on, you know, so yeah, like I was a Shaq fan. Let me ask you one. I was a Shaq fan. I went from Orlando to L.A. Shaq, clearly. Would Shaq have won three rings with Penny if he would have stayed in Orlando? We don't know that, man. I'm asking you what you think. Anthony got hurt, but he I'm was a- a- No, Anthony. No. Don't disrespect my nigga. He was no. I'm going to call my man's Anthony. No. They wouldn't I'm gonna have won. Come on, Mass Anthony. No. Gee, I want you to chime in. They this wouldn't is have won. Coach no. Wait, wait, wait. You don't think Penny and Shaq would have won three? No. Exactly. No. Would Penny and Shaq have won three? No. I get you. We calling them Anthony, I mean, bro. But I get you. Penny. I don't think Penny. <laughs> What's wrong with Anthony? What's wrong with Anthony? He won Kobe. Okay then. He ain't Kobe. He won Kobe. What? Yeah. And he has, he'll have five finals MVPs. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron. He'll have five finals. All right, so no, 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 I don't want to distract you. LeBron and his fans. GG. I'm, I'm real quick. Let me cut you off that. Go ahead. We're going to go right back. No, no, go I ahead. want G to tell me why Penny Hardaway, nobody knew his real name was Anthony. I knew it. Except the fucking Dean at Memphis. Except, I, get, know, I guess someone that calls himself a basketball fan I doesn't his, refer to him as Anthony. Oh, all right. Okay, go I ahead. knew his name was. All right. All right, go ahead. 
So since he's trying to discredit me, Penny. of course I knew his name was Anthony. Okay. However, we all referred to him as Penny until he went to Phoenix. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Why wouldn't Penny Anthony Hardaway not have won three rings with Shaq if Shaq would have stayed? He didn't scare. He, he just didn't scare people, bro. What? I feel like he didn't scare um, people. Did y'all not watch The Last Dance? Yeah, I watched The what, Last Dance. Yeah, Mike I watched it. I don't think this guy knows. Did he not do I Mike don't know, bro. I don't, I don't think know, this guy bro. knows Hakeem Olajuwon, though. That has nothing to do with Anthony Hardaway. I know that. Why are you they, acting surprised? I know Hakeem Olajuwon why are you acting? A, why are you acting surprised that a teenage Shaq couldn't beat Hakeem Olajuwon in the finals? Because he was. Why no. are you surprised? I'm asking you. Could LeBron beat Tim Duncan I'm when he was a teen? I don't get your point. What I'm saying is this. <laughs> let me get let me get to what I'm saying. Just a question though. I I I, I just don't think they would have won three, man. If just Shaq the, instead of went going to LA would have further developed into the Shaq he became in LA, right? Bigger, stronger, more dominant. And he would have but instead of going to LA, he stayed in Orlando with Penny. You don't think he would have won three? I don't think so. Okay. That's fair. No, I don't think I so. I mean Orlando, I was a magic fan too. Dennis Scott, Nick Anderson. Horace Grant. No, Nick Anderson's trash. He, he no, no. Well, he was a role player. Rose? He was a role player, bro. Uh, I was an, like I said, I was a Magic fan. I was a Shaq fan. I was a, a Penny fan. I was a Magic fan at that time. So when did you become a Lakers fan? I when when Shaquille O'Neal got traded from the Orlando Magic to the Lakers, I went to you, Hollywood you follow, too. You follow Shaq. I went so to why Hollywood. Why are you mad at LeBron fans for following LeBron? <laughs> I don't understand that logic. Because I didn't follow Shaq to uh, Boston and Miami and Because Phoenix. he was clearly over. And Cleveland. But, okay. I didn't even like Shaq when he All was right, with LeBron. So, when Shaq won a ring in Miami, you didn't fuck with that? I was a Laker you fan. You wasn't a Miami fan? I was a Laker yeah, fan. Yeah, he was. He's lying. I ain't <laughs> know that nigga back then. I know he lying. Was Kobe Bryant still he in my uh, Lakers? Was Kobe Bryant? All right, Bryant? so when did, when did the obsession with Kobe Bryant come? I chose Kobe over Shaq, just when? like the owner did. Because we let younger. him go, and I stayed. <laughs> when? So two thousand. When he and three? left. Two thousand three. When was he left, no, I had no it was choice. 04. I had it was to 04. choose. I had to choose. And why'd you choose Kobe? Because I was also a 11, 12 year old seeing. You a, was not 11, 12. Okay, maybe I was eight or nine. Maybe I was eight or nine. Maybe I was eight or nine. When I saw a 17-year-old kid ball-headed oh. dating Brandy that my sister loved, oh. and he bought, he first came in the and league. he coming in the league, growing his fur out, winning a dunk you, contest. You were nine. Yeah, you're right. You were nine. Exactly. I was eight or nine when he came in, brother. You, we, so I, you I fell in love with him when he wasn't good. I didn't, we're not going to say fall in love, bro, but I recognized greatness. That's when I recognized oh, greatness, okay. and I recognized what I was going to be like a fan of. Boldness. I never recognized like I'd be a fan of LeBron. When, uh, I still ain't. I still ain't. Like I'm still not clear. I'm a fan of LeBron. He wearing did a Laker you, jersey. I know. It's obvious you don't like LeBron. Whether or not he brings your who did you like before LeBron? Up. Who was your player before LeBron? Because it clearly wasn't a team. Who was your player? Grant Hill. Nah, I, didn't, I actually did. Who like was Grant your Hill. player? I did like Grant. Who Hill. was your player? Because you're not a I team like man. You liked Penny. Yeah. So did you go to Phoenix? Uh, no. Damn. He sucked. So you just started switching. So what made you a LeBron fan, Braylon? He did because he played like Penny and Magic. Penny? LeBron doesn't play like Penny Hardaway. <laughs> I didn't follow Paul Pierce. <laughs> I, I stayed with the Celtics. He didn't. He didn't like. Oh, he said Penny and who? LeBron and Magic. I think like oh, Magic okay. Johnson, LeBron James, and Penny Hardaway all have a similar game. Yeah. And that's why Hardaway couldn't well, win in the nineties. That's very courteous to Penny. 
And Magic Johnson before LeBron was my favorite player of all it's time. It's very courteous to Penny. I think they have a similar game. I didn't say he was as good. And he would have been as good if I he didn't think get Penny, hurt. I think Penny and drove I, to the I lane think, a little harder than LeBron. What do you think? I think LeBron's the greatest driver of the basketball we've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. I mean, oh, I mean, no, yeah, no. I ain't mean yeah, to laugh yeah, actually. Yeah, nah, you know, nah, that's your I, opinion. I, I, I agree with that. I the greatest is, driver of the basketball? I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Better than better than uh five eleven AI? Yeah. <laughs> What? Driving yeah. to the hole. What is he talking? Yeah, right, I don't know what the fuck. Day. You're right. Hey, back to Kwame Brown. Man, these are <laughs> <laughs> he said Allen Iverson drives the basketball better than LeBron James. I don't know why that's smart. Exactly. Oh, Real? Yeah, you think he's smart. This you guy's a realist. Smart. I told I told so him that AI earlier. Is, so who's coming in the I paint? told him that wait, earlier. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. no. I'm no. a talk. I'm a talk. You're wrong. Hold on. So you think AI coming in the paint is the same as LeBron James. <laughs> hey, where he going? Where he going? These Foul motherfuckers line. tripping. What are y'all talking These about? These motherfuckers tripping. They tripping. All right, let's tripping. talk about rap. They tripping. Yeah, let's talk about rap, man. Because don't, y'all don't let's, know let's basketball. Let's go to rap, man. Let's you go to rap. Don't. Man. Y'all don't know basketball, so y'all want to switch, and I know he's more about rap, too. What you thought? You don't have Iverson, to only drive or shoot threes. Nigga pulled up. He, yeah, he pulled. He, he was more of a pull up. He was pulled. Yeah, he was more of a pull up. 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 He was more. He did play in the paint. He was not better at driving the basketball. Google, Google how many um, how many free throws Iverson hit in the season versus LeBron. Huh? It's just a stat to Google. So you're saying? Oh, so you're saying James Harden is um? No, I didn't. James Harden shoots more free throws than LeBron. We talked about right? driving to the lane. But you said look up. We talked free about throw. driving to the lane. As if you're trying to insinuate because AI went to the free throw line more, nah. in your opinion, than LeBron. That means yeah. he was a better Brother, driver yeah, that's, basketball. Yeah, that, yeah, that don't make sense. Rest, so in, James rest Harden, in peace, Mamba. Hey, Kobe hey, drove hey, better than Google LeBron. Who ever the most free throw attempts Kobe over the last four years? Kobe drove better than LeBron. We all know that. Okay. What about Brian? What did he do? 11? Hey, let's look up James Harden. When he was Bron. in Houston. No, man, Iverson's 5'11", Bron's 6'8". What the fuck? Okay, nigga. I'm talking about James Harden goes to the free throw line 10 times a game or shoots 10 free throws a game. Is he the best driver in basketball? No. Or does he get fouled? That's, that's fouling <laughs> right, somebody. That's fouling, right. If you drive and get fouled, that's a skill. It doesn't mean you... If you drive... Hey, I went more. So that means he's a better driver of the basketball. <laughs> but yeah, that doesn't tell the story. That's but, a, but the that's, announcer that's says AI is the that's announcer a, says AI is six feet. Six feet. AI is six feet on paper, and he went. He averages more free throws than more. than tight he end LeBron. Shot more. Tight end LeBron. He so shot more. How many, hold on, how many Kobe average? I'm gonna ask why. Listen, this is gonna be my. my I just wanna know what Kobe. Nah, he don't wanna talk about let that. Let me give nah, you. A, no, he's trying to get it right. I mean, I no, say let me it. Get, is, let me know, give you a reason why. Nah, nigga, let's see how many Kobe has. Let me give you a reason why I, re, I request to change LeBron the subject from LeBron is because. It's because, you know, I respect LeBron and. I mean, hey, you know, we just differ. You know, you guys aren't gonna read the numbers. So Kobe's below LeBron and AI. So, okay. How many Kobe? A lot. <laughs> it is what it is. This nigga's the black skit. He's full of shit. He's full of shit. <laughs> he, gotta, he, just, he definitely has a narrative, but I love it. 
I want. I, 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 we got cut little off track. I want to talk about Kwame. What y'all think about that? <laughs> it's Kwame is a. Do y'all think Kwame Brown will beat Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes' ass? Yes. I do, too. Fuck yes. Do I think they will whoop their ass? Fuck I yes. Think, I think that. I think he might beat them both at the same time. I think Paul. that. I think like, that. Like, Kwame talking big. I think that they know Kwame will whoop their ass. Me it don't even matter right. what we think. Right. They know Kwame will whoop their ass. Right. Kwame not fucking around. Right. Kwame yeah. was in his truck and Charlemagne called him violent. He wasn't in nobody's face. He wasn't <laughs> he wasn't doing anything but talking to these fellas. And then Charlemagne brought up murders. About his daddy. About right. his family. Right. He said because his... He this said, dude's serious. Charlamagne right. said, yo... I would better. not fuck so with Kwame Brown. Charlamagne thought he was If being, he called me out today, I'm going to let him I'm, I'm going to let him Kwame. slide. Because let me tell you why. Kwame is a real nigga, bro. Right. If you right. never... My boy back here, if y'all see him, Shamar, he from Brooklyn, New York. Long Island, New York. And lived in Brooklyn. And he a real one. Facts. And I think he would even admit this. There are some country boys out here that just ain't for play play. Is one of them country boys, boys right. that just ain't for play play. Charlemagne thought he was being funny, like, hey, y'all better stop playing with Kwame. His daddy a killer, his daddy it is. His brother? So so his, his brother a killer. So you know what's in his blood. And Kwame, instead of taking that as some sort of like um uh, Yeah, as a badge of honor, he took that as Nigga, why the fuck you talking about my family? Yeah. As Facts. if that defines me. But Don't that's, even know my daddy. But that's real, though. But that's crazy. real, though. That's real, though. You don't talk about nobody's family. Yeah. For real, though. Especially who if you don't know the motherfucker, no, bro. No, he's saying, in general, oh. you should not. You know nah. what I'm saying? Like, nope, nope, exactly. Because, <laughs> listen, listen. Let me tell you Let me tell you what uh, Charlemagne did after hearing Kwame. Yeah, that was disrespectful. Charlemagne. trying to say, because his daddy did this, Nick, I'm going to let y'all know. I'm, I don't know my father. My biological father. Yeah. I don't know him. Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah, at all. And you could say there's predisposed um, behaviors that are genetically passed down, but I don't know how scientific that is. So I feel like Kwame felt like, you trying to say because my father did X, Y, and Z, I'm responsible for X, Y, and Z? Nigga, I don't even know my pops like that. He ain't do nothing Shut in my life. Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. What, the fuck you talk- what is you talking yeah. about? You feel mm. me? Because Kwame hit him. To be, to be completely honest with you, y'all, y'all know uh, Nazia Jones. Yeah. Okay. Kwame hit uh, Charlemagne with the ether. Mm. If y'all know Sean Carter and Nazia, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, don't talk about Jay Z. I'm just saying. Come at me, no, bro. no, no. I'm just saying. No, no. Nazia. I mean, uh, my bad. Kwame. He hit him with the ether, bruh. He called. He's. Come on. We know what he called out. Cause I ain't even gonna say it. Charlemagne did yeah, not, not say that, Charlemagne did not respond to what Kwame said, and I'm not gonna speak on that either. Cause that ain't even my place, brother. You're right. But he shut up. But there are when questions. he gave his donkey today, I ain't no Kwame Brown. Now, G. <sighs> how much of this Kwame have you gotten to see? I saw uh the whole little um the hour, which is like an hour <laughs> long. But he dropped right. multiple. He, was just, he dropped right. he multiple. Was just, he, I just feel like he was just too cool, calm, collected, telling that story, bro. Right. That's how I know he'll be day ass. <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? He was just too cool, you know what I'm saying, just smoking on. I don't know, was that a hookah or maybe he had weed in that shit or I don't know. He had the But hookah. he was just hitting that shit like these old little girls goddamn doing all that little bitch shit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, this nigga is real, bro. And, bro he's a hot, the realest thing I think Kwame said to me was, 
how you want all the smoke and you don't invite the nigga on your show exactly. to talk about. You want you some want of the smoke. smoke. You just want some of the smoke. Mm. Y'all should name y'all podcast some of the smoke. <laughs> I felt like that was the realest <laughs> shit. I felt like that was some of the realest shit I've heard, bro. Like, yeah, call me that nigga, bro. Hey. Like, he that nigga, bro. Let me ask y'all both this. Both of y'all respond. Before this happened, if someone, I didn't think about Kwame that often, but if somebody would have mentioned Kwame, I would have probably been like, yeah, nigga that got drafted number one by the Wizards, Michael Jordan, didn't turn out to have the greatest NBA career, like whatever. Mm -hmm. After the fact, Mm -hmm. this nigga's top five, bro. (laughs) Goat status? He's top five, bro. If he don't got a Hall of of Fame jacket, I'd be upset, bro. (laughs) <laughs> if Kwame Brown don't get a Hall of Fame jacket, I, I'm upset, bro. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The, the, I'm upset, bro. Whoever upset. votes on the Hall of Fame, they're scared not to let Kwame Brown in. <laughs> right. He might be dead. Because ass. once they give their reason, it's over for them. <laughs> Ether. Hey. We've just seen that. I'm nervous even mentioning the name Kwame Brown. But I feel like you could be trying to give him props and you might still catch the heat. Bro. Right. Right. Like, right. That right. Nigga. I'm what? Hey, look. We, we all... We, we, we all we all hate hearing some things from Skip Bayless, but Skip Bayless literally just said, niggas? Skip Bayless literally just said, you know, it's about time Kwame Brown is, uh, Skip Bayless said, it's about time Kwame Brown is a talking. I haven't heard him back in the day. And he ethered him. Like, don't mention him right now. Yeah, I feel like. His Stay away name, from that story. He, he, he taking no prisoners, bro. Nah. He just shooting recklessly, nigga. He you might come at us. He might hit us this week. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, you can do that. I just feel like. I just feel like. I rock with you, Kwame. I was always rocking with you, bro. I'm an MJ fan, and I I'll like you in the Wizards, and I'm a Lakers fan. So, you know, hey, bro, respect. Kwame, he ain't like you when you was Respect, bro. You know, respect. I just feel like after the Kwame Brown number one thing, he wasn't good. I was kind of done with him. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like he just kind of disappeared. Okay, he's on this team, he's on that team, but you know, I really didn't care after yeah, all we didn't that. Pay attention. Right, that he was. I was like, shit. And but you know, Kwame Brown. The show, there's a bigger moral to the story. What's that? Is that on the outside looking in, we all felt that way. Right. Like, yo, you didn't pan out. Yep. You're just now a a utility player in the NBA. Yeah. You go from team to team. Yeah. But the bigger story is, yo, these are still people. Yep. Yep. These are still people. Right. Right. And they. It's about it's yeah. about getting critiqued by your peers. And it's like, yes, yes, right. Yes. I'm a bus. I I I changed yes. my family's life because for generations to come. Because people people Who looking out for me. I mean, are you niggas people, people sitting in a me. studio so how am or I sitting a on a couch to disrespect? They, they, they asked me for this. Right. We both can't talk. No, no, no. I'm just saying, how am I a bus? Go ahead. I agree, and it and it comes back to, how dare you? You remember when Drake and Pusha T got into it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Drake's response to that initial Pusha T song before he started talking about his kid and shit. Drake started off that song with the <sighs> the audacity. Audacity. And then I think that's where Kwame's coming from. It's like the audacity. Like, and I think that's a yep. bigger point that we could talk about that moves it from just Kwame. And I think J. Cole said in this new album, how do y'all feel about J. Cole's album, by the way? I think it's a, it's a bona fide classic. Fire. It's hard. Fucking fire. J. Cole has a line in there where he says, well, he has a few lines, but one of them is, yo, if you're making fun of, if you're trying to um, make fun of a nigga that made made it, the joke is on you. 
Yeah. Right? He's, what did he say? If you're a million... He, he said the if joke you're was broke, on you. He said yeah. if you're broke and clowning the millionaire, millionaire the, the joke, joke is on you. you. He said, I ain't saying money is everything, but nigga, you sell your soul to be in that position. Yeah, so yeah. Kwame is looking back like, you, Stephen A, aspiring basketball. He played college basketball. I'm Trash. sure if you ask Stephen A. Smith at 13 Trash. what his dream was to be in life, it would be a professional basketball player. Yeah. Not the the lead voice on ESPN. I mean, it turned out good for him still. So he's looking at you niggas like, how dare you? The audacity. You talking about me? Nigga, I got drafted number one at 17. I can move my fam- my mother out the hood. Three years, 85 million. My trajectory million. looks three, different. Three years, 85 million contract, by the way. Right. Though. Three years, how 85 million. That's and crazy. I think that's a bigger picture, uh, a bigger topic where it's like, sometimes we get too critical. Everybody has an opinion nowadays, and everybody can share it. As yeah. technology keeps advancing, we all share opinions. Yes. But um, how credible are you? Hey, listen, uh, while Bradley's looking over there, um, you know, I just want to take a serious moment to be serious with uh, everybody that's listening. Um, to all the um, LeBron fans, and I'm a Laker fan too, <laughs> so um, just to update you guys, we're currently down 14 to the Phoenix Suns game one. <laughs> LeBron is playing. And, uh, and, yeah, I, I, and, and, all right. All right. And the further update, right, we're going to lose. Go Lakers. One. We're going to lose game one. But we'll win the series in six, most likely. Um, so Kwame. I felt bad for Steph. He don't. I felt bad for Steph. Oh, Wiggins! Uh, Wiggins didn't show up. Wow. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if you're getting picked up on, on <laughs> but you said because Andrew Wiggins. See, I don't want to make this all sports, <laughs> but you said because Andrew Wiggins missed four shots in a crucial game, if he's still on the roster next year, there has to be some conspiracy taking place. Why? So he doesn't deserve to be in the league? Andrew Wiggins is a good player. He's better than half the players in the NBA. He missed some shots, but... There are all right. There's 30 teams. Hey, what what time they gonna put Kobe in, man? I mean, uh, I'm sorry. What time they gonna put LeBron in, bro? I'm so, see. I'm. Oh yeah, he did say he was only like getting what six shots. I'm a grandfather Laker fan, man. I still be talking about Kobe. Dang. Uh, when they gonna put Bron in, Bronny? Okay, okay, cool. My, my bad. I'm watching the game, y'all. It's playoff time. So you know. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get to some other shit other than sports. Right. Let's, let's get let's, it. Let's get into this. Um. This music. There's been a lot of music. So we talked ab- briefly about J. Cole. Yeah. G, me and you had a conversation. J. Cole dropped. Right. Friday. Same day Nikki drops. Right. Same day. Kodak Black. Other, Kodak. Kodak Black. Yeah. I haven't listened to Kodak yet. Kodak, I actually am a fan. Yeah. I just haven't gotten to it. I think a Moneybag song came out. Um, Mo- Moneybag's album came Mo- out like Kenesha. a week or two before. Moneybag is my favorite street rapper, by okay. the way. Okay. He's the best okay. street rapper. Oh, Over Little Baby? Oh, I don't, I don't, don't consider baby, baby. I don't consider which baby. I already told you, I don't consider little baby a street rapper. Anymore. You don't consider little baby a street rapper? Not anymore. Not anymore. I really? Him, really? I, think I consider him a pop artist. He's street, bro. Oh, he's street. He's street, bro. He's street. I mean, don't take him away. Oh, I think. Uh, let me explain myself. I think this is where the confusion is. I'm not talking about content. I'm not talking about content. Yes, little baby raps about the streets. Okay, so 
what I mean is when I consider when I say a street artist, I mean more like an underground. Like he hasn't hit that mass appeal yet. Like Moneybag, he hasn't quite hit it. He's almost there where he's gonna hit that crossover success. I feel, like little, going. I feel like little on the on, on urban radio. Yeah. But I feel like little babies crossed over. He has. White folks fuck with little baby. They do. And um they're not quite there with Moneybag yet. But as far as those artists, I feel like Moneybag's my favorite. Little Baby is my favorite artist that's under 25. Um, but back to J. Cole. This is a question I want to ask you. Yeah. Because um, <coughs> I called you. We spoke about it. Right, right. You said you are ready to crown J. Cole a better lyricist than Kendrick Lamar after this project now. Right. And right. I agree with you. Right. Okay, okay. Tell me why. <sighs> I mean... As far as Kendrick Lamar, don't get me wrong, damn. This might be like one of the best albums of the decade. Yeah, I agree. Of this past decade. I agree. So. Yeah, I think so. Like, just as far as just making songs and um, produ- production and everything like that, you know, Kendrick. Yeah. Gonna bring it every time, you know what I'm saying? But J. Cole. <sighs> what did you think about the production of this album? Speaking of production. Well, um, that's always the biggest knock on. What happened? Ron got pushed down? Oh, the whole city come out for Bron, don't they? As it should. Uh, all right. Stop crying, brother. So, Jay, I mean, um, G, what yeah. do you think about the production? That's always the biggest criticism. Like, me Is and Dallas production? was talking about, like, he kind of just stepped out of the, um, yeah, I can do this shit on my own type of mode and just, you know what I'm saying? He had features on the album. You know what I'm saying? He uh, That's the best verse I've ever heard 21 Savage rap. Oh, really? And I really? love that was little baby. I'm talking oh, about uh, my life. My life. Okay. I think that's the best verse I've ever heard 20. That's my favorite 21. 21 Savage is nice verse. though. He is nice like though. That. And me and T was listening to the whole new 21 album in fucking uh, St. Thomas. The uh, which which 21 album? St. Thomas. Well, hey T, what was that 21 album drop when we was in St. Thomas? That was back in October, right? Everyone dropped in October. I fucked with 21. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did drop because, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, don't I don't about. remember that shit. But uh, the person yeah, I was talking was to or fucking with at the time, they were just on some shit like it was just too many girl songs on this album, on that album or whatever. I didn't really listen to it. It was it was a lot of tracks. Right, uh, yeah. Was it the album with a lot with J. Cole? No, no, no. This set came oh, out Oh, this was uh, that dark shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that yeah. was hard. I like Savage The shit Mall with too. Drake. Loved yeah. it. And yeah. I still will say, I think this verse on Cole's album, I want you to finish your point. I think this verse on Cole's album was 21 Savage's best 16 okay, I've finish, ever heard. Finish your point he on just, that uh, He just stepped out of the goddamn, I just need to do this by myself. And I could do this by myself and Cole. shit on you at the same time. Cole, right. Yeah. Um, He just stepped out of his element, bro. Just went ham. I just feel like he just went ham, bro. Like, every album, this motherfucker always goes crazy, bro. But I just feel like this one. You could just tell he snapped, bro. And then, he, you know, he had time to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like it was a big year for J. Cole, man. Cut off you know what I'm saying? Just shout out to him, bro. He just. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, shout out to J. Cole, man. I mean, that shit was just fire, bro. The whole album. It was just fire, bro. He, I mean, the lyrics was just crazy, bro. Well, let me. Uh, I mean, what do you think, bro? Yeah, allow me if you will, man. I'm going to chime in on that um, because I'm really thinking on the fly here. But you said um, the, the uh, your point of view is that J. Cole surpassed Kendrick in lyricism on this album. 
Is that what you were saying? Is that what you're talking about? That's yeah. What discussed. yeah. That's what you discussed. And you said yes. You yeah. said Cole has. Um, I mean, it wasn't really far. It wasn't I'ma really a big yes gap too. anyway. Right, yeah. right. I'm going to say yes, too. You know, uh, I, I, I like Kendrick, but, you know, you got to drop. Right. We haven't heard from you. Twenty seven. Hold on. Damn came out in 2017. We haven't heard from you for four years. So Cole has been giving us a little something. Now he's giving us a full, what, 12? We haven't heard a Kendrick feature. The last we thing heard we heard feature. Kendrick Nothing. on was maybe the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, yep. that's the last thing. What was yeah. that 2018? And I yeah. can't give you that. Dallas, can you pull that no, up? Yeah. When was that Black that was Panther soundtrack? That was 2018. Okay. I yeah, can't give you that, Cole. So do I we can't give that, Kendrick. Hold on. Nah, let, me ask, nah. let me ask right. questions. Because there are going to be people who disagree. Who think... <laughs> he's supposed to, dog. But um, there are going to be people who disagree. Who think when... Um, the reason why Kendrick takes so long is because he's putting out art that's like unmatched, unparalleled. <laughs> it takes that sort of time. Does it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I that's think cool. in so many ways, that's what I'm saying. That's it. I think in so many ways, that's what I'm saying. Is that Four years? He takes time off <laughs> in order to have this canvas to paint, right? And, um, but, and I think that's admirable. I think there's something dope about that. I, but I, I also too. think there's something dope about a person who could consistently give you and heat. frequently put out dope music no matter what. And that's why I've always, when it's always come, because now we're putting Cole really into this conversation. That's why I say Drake has been the leader of this generation. Yeah. Because that's over why. the last that's why. 10 years, that's why. we've gotten three Kendrick albums. That's why. Over the last 10 years, we've gotten 12 Drake projects. That's all. That's Maybe why. More. Mm. And there has to be something said about a nigga that can put out 12 plus projects that's over why. 10 years. And they all hit. Now, does everybody love every single project? No. 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 There's different ones for different people. No. But generally speaking, they hit. Let me. Um, he, he set records for charting. You know what I mean? Like, he's always there. Let me and tell he keeps up with the current tide. Uh, but as far as that, hold on real quick. But as far as the Cole and Kendrick, the reason why I put Cole over Kendrick lyrically now is because I think J. Cole's lyrics are more relatable. Kendrick's talking about these big social issues and, and like, historical sort of um, issues that we've dealt with as a community. And J. Cole's talking about a nigga trying to make it right. and dealing with everyday struggles. And I always mm-hmm. relate more to a nigga telling me his story than telling me our story. Right. Uh, not to me, not to say that I don't care about our story, but shit, I'm trying to make it, man. Uh, <laughs> everybody trying to make it, you know what I'm saying? Right. So everybody got to feel that, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got to feel that. Yeah, man, you know, uh, I don't know why, man, but I'm just be honest. Like, you know, listen to this talk, and I'm a big fan of Cole, big fan of uh, Kendrick Lamar. And when we were talking about consistency, I was thinking, like, that's what made uh, the majority of the streets fall in love with Wheezy um, when, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just one of the GOAT status. Like, one, one of the reasons he's the GOAT is because he was giving us free music back in the day. Y'all don't know nothing about that no more. You see, this wasn't, this was before we had to pay for Apple Music. We was getting mixtape Wheezy's for free. That's the, true. The most That's heat true. he ever put out. So by the time he dropped the album, 
he's selling a million in a week. Right, that was right. when he went on that run. Right. So, you know, this, like, that's, I just got to thinking, like, some of these artists, they don't like to hit us with the music so often, like, but I just, I'm just, it get me to thinking, for what? Like, if you, if your music is hot, and if you're recording all the time, now is the time that it's easier to put music out than ever before, and get paid for it. Yeah, that's true. You can put, these artists put EPs, wouldn't you say that's what music. Little Baby is sort of doing now? I feel like he's on everything. I feel like that he, area you're he, talking about with Wayne was yeah. he was doing mad features. Yeah. He was putting out mixtapes. He was killing. He was doing his own song. I think he had 100 features a year. I feel like that's what Little Baby's doing currently. Matter of fact, you like um, touched on that. He was like, yo, Little Baby, the new Lil Wayne. Right, right. He on yeah. everything. 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 That's what I've been seeing. Nigga, he on J. Cole album. J. Right. Cole don't put nobody on his album. fucking album. Right. And Little Baby made a feature. On J. Cole's out. He, he's the guy in hip-hop right now. Right. They, you know, just like you said, you know, I've seen that online. L- Lil Baby is the new Lil Wayne. And, you know, I love Lil Baby, so I don't really take it as no insult, even though I'm a big Wayne fan. But, you know, uh, I know during the quarantine, when that, uh, what's it called? Um, my Turn? When that My Turn dropped. And the deluxe. That was the best album of the year. The streets was on fire. I don't think there was a better album. Lil Baby had the best album. Uh, was that 2020 or 2020? 2020. Yeah, that was 2020. Yeah, Lil Baby to me had Is the best album. Is that the one with Whoa on it? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. That was clearly. I don't oh even think it was close. Okay, yeah. I know they was giving. When the Grammys came, they were putting people like Royce. And but, you know, um, I got to shout out the baby, <laughs> too, bro. <laughs> Little baby. You said the baby? Yeah, I got to shout out the baby, too, Consistent, man. right? Yeah, I, I, I fuck like with the baby. baby, like, really hard. Like, and I really R. do R. fuck with him, bro. Facts, like, facts. Yeah, R. R. yeah, yeah, he a beast, bro. I like the baby. I like that, too, yeah. man. It give me motivation being a Carolina guy. Right. Yeah, right. You know, I like everything in Carolina. Carolina blue. You know, right, uh, right, right. Hey, I'm I the like same the way. baby, I'm the same way. J. Right. Cole, MJ, Moray, Moray. Yeah, step two. He nice. did that Pharaoh Monch flip on that J. Cole album so well. Did he you did. like it? The My Life. I didn't listen to Moray album. You ever heard the My Life? Are oh, we gonna play that after here? Come talk. Right. Right, like, hey, they, uh, people are coming out, man. They coming out, they coming out more than ever now, bro. Out of uh, North Carolina, bro. Yeah, don't don't hold this against me, man. But you know, whenever somebody comes out of the Fayetteville, you know, I claim it a little bit too, cause I'm from the nine one zero. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just say, yo, I just say nine one zero. You know, like, right. I know Cole not from Wilmington, but I say nine one zero. You know, I mean, that, uh, you know, like, that's just how. That's I just know. what it is. That's just what it is, though. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I definitely, uh, I definitely get a little claim off of it, you know, as much as I can. Yo, listen, man. Everybody got to represent Fayetteville, you know what I mean? Right. No, 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 that's real, though. Go ahead. Hey, yo, you well, listen, the yo, let me tell you about Fayetteville, though, because what's so bad is that it's a transient town, you know what I mean? So many people come from the military and yep. all over right. yep. the United States, but it becomes our home, so sometimes... When we first get to Fayetteville, we have so much of our home lineage that we come with, like, oh, I'm from here, I'm from there, that we we don't accept ourselves as Fayettevillians and right, don't want right, no right. people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Initially, but like I said, you know, because I have been here eventually so long, it became my home, so I understand how somebody like Moray can come from 
right outside Fayetteville in Plainfield. It's the home. Right. It's oh, where the mall is. Maray is it for Fayetteville? Right. Where you from? from Spring Lake when I heard Oh, I know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I mean, that's basically Fayetteville, basically. I didn't know that. It's like the cousin. Yeah, it's like the cousin, but you're right. Okay. That's like Wilmington and Leland? Yeah. Yeah, for real. No, it's not quite like that. But that's what I'm saying. My mom is from New York. She was born there. She lived there until she was 19. And she's been in Fayetteville over 20 years. So where is she really from? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's her home. Yeah, yeah. I can understand how people come from out of town and claim Fayetteville as their home. So it's a little bit different because everybody in Fayetteville knows it's a transient town. But I was just telling my mom today, I seen some guy walking down the street, and I'm like, yo, listen, he's definitely from Fayetteville. <laughs> like, he's, from, he's definitely from Fayetteville. Like, he got that, it. you know what I mean? A lot of people in Fayetteville don't know about leisure living, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and the musk and all that. They got Everybody got their own dress code, you know what I'm saying? But you know what's crazy, uh, really crazy about Fayetteville? Like, I mean, you don't really think of it when you say Fayetteville, but it's one of the fly, it's one of the little fly cities, bro. It's a fly. Fayetteville is kind of a little fly city, bro. If you really think you know about, why, you know can what I'm saying? Why it's fly though? Yeah, go ahead. Because, go ahead. because the military's here, so you got people I, I see from that. all I can see over, that. all right, the nationalities. Right. So every girl, every kind of girl you want, you can get in Fayetteville. Half black, half Chinese, half right, Japanese, right, right. German. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, Italian, because all these dudes be traveling to all these countries, coming back with all the, So we got a melting pot of everything, everything in Fayetteville. You know what I'm saying? Let me jump in on this. And to um, further, first of all, I don't know if, if you introduce yourself. Oh, this is my boy Shamar, um, Sergeant Shamar. You may have seen him on YouTube. Um, Survivor. Defending, um civilians against the One police. One Marine versus 30 Cops. One Marine versus 30 Cops wow. in New York City. Um, he's also been on Survivor, the show. Yeah. Um, I've known him for 20. We've known each other since we were kids. Um, lived right across the street from one another. So he's a um, respectable, incredible person. And to go off y'all's point about Fayetteville in the military, I would have never known him if it wasn't for military. My mother contracted off a military base. His parents from military. He's from New York. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. We probably wouldn't have crossed paths. Same thing with our boy Dallas over here who's helping us on all the back end. Um, check out Nobody Famous, K-N-O-W, no, like that. Um, Buddy Famous, he has a song out, Ticking and Kill the Devil. Um, both are hot. KBF910 on Instagram, KBF910. Um, <laughs> um, but his family, I mean, his mother's from another country, and we wouldn't have known him if it wasn't for military. G. His family has introduced me to people from Jamaicans and all over because military. So that's what makes it cool. It's just that, um, like y'all said, that it brings everybody together. Everybody together. Yeah. And um, I I definitely appreciate that. Right. Everybody's there. Everybody comes with their own Own little Right. So it makes it a great place, you know. Mm -hmm. When I came back, you know, when you come back from the war and you think about America, you don't think you're going to come to a small town like Fayetteville. Everything there, you know what I mean? Right, right, Everybody's right. there, you know what I mean? You wouldn't think like the small towns just had everything there because when I when I came here, I was like, oh my god, I, I miss America a little bit. You know? <laughs> 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 I went to the mall, I was like, oh my god, man, they don't know what they got going on here, man. It's a nice <laughs> place right here. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end this thing. How long we been on? What we at? Forty-seven minutes. We're doing like 15 more. All right, all right.
I want my own energy. Listen, bar. listen. <laughs> and that's the ego. Well, let's get. Let's, <laughs> matter of fact, let's speak about ego. Yeah, let's let's talk about what's what's the ego. <laughs> what's, the, what's, what's the ego that y'all got a podcast and I want to be a part of it? How is that? How is that? No, you said I want my own interview. Yeah, like, like that mean, meaning that you want a podcast. No, hold no. on, hold on. Let me. Ex- uh, you you asked me a question. I'm responding. Uh, you want something that is specifically focused on you. Not necessarily focused, but I want to be able to talk. This is your podcast. I exactly. Can't talk how I want to. So Why can't you? Not necessarily. No, there's no censorships here, this, buddy. This is no, a matter of fact. Because it's only got it's only three mics and three dudes sitting on. Yeah, the Yeah, but you're not gonna be here every week. Yeah. So exactly. That's it, what I'm saying. So this is y'all thing, but right. So I'm not. I'm not trying to. Nah, get man. If you gotta. If you, so what are you saying? Listen, I listen to you talk, bro, and I like I like what you got to say, bro. But if you, you know what I'm saying, I think you should say it, man. What's, what's wrong? Well, I what's going on? on the podcast, but I didn't want to take away because you was like, it's 47 minutes. No, we got, no, nah, go ahead, say, say it. What, j- 13 minutes. No, nah, go ahead, go ahead, man. <laughs> what are you trying to say, bro? It still sounds like some ego shit. But let me, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what's the egotistical part of it, though? It's like you want to. Please take this last 13 minutes. We need the last 13 minutes. It's going to take. We need that 13. What you want to say? I want to talk about like um, generational trauma. I want to talk about. I want to talk. Yeah. Well, that's the real shit. That's the talk about ego. The real stuff. Let's talk about it. How we affected generationally, and how we we all we all want to. So one more one more time, Sergeant Shamar. Okay. Yeah. He's an advocate for um, human rights. Uh, He's been doing that for a long time. Mental health has been one of his topics. Like I said, I've known him for 21 years now. And I know his family, his mother, his stepfather, his sisters. He knows my family. Um, And he's a genuine person. So when he speaks on this, I want to hear what he has to say. And we'll all listen. All right, no doubt. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, yeah. But, yeah, I'm Sergeant Shamar, you know. I, I really, um, I've been through so, so much in my life that sometimes I like to take out the opportunity to really talk to people about the real stuff that goes on in life, and I try to use my voice for a reason, but I do want to talk about generational trauma in the black community because we all have this thing. Uh, I'm about to have my first baby in August. I'm so excited. And Congratulations, Congratulations bro. Congratulations. And um, I, I've been really thinking about generational stuff as far as when black men talk about we, we always focus on trying to raise our kids better than us, and we don't necessarily deal with the trauma that we face as kids. And I think a lot of people, um, they hold on to things. So I'll give you all a quick antidote on why I came to this. I did something called restorative justice. Um, it, it was in Oakland. It was by um, a lady named Fanya Davis, who was the sister of Angela Davis, who started something in the um, Oakland, um, the Oakland school systems to end suspensions because Basically, where, what restorative justice is, is not only dealing with um, not just punishing somebody, but really getting to the root cause of why they, um, why they did the crime that they committed or why they, why they did what they did in school. So say you got a kid that was just hungry and he was just angry, you know what I'm saying? You get to the root cause of why that person was the way they were and you talk to the victims that were. Because a lot of times when you deal with the criminal justice system, 
these these young men they go into the criminal justice system and they worried about protection while they're in jail. They join gangs. They do different things in order to cope. They do drugs, gangs, all this kind of stuff because they're just trying to survive in that system. They don't necessarily look at what they did to cause the harm and how they affect the other people. You know what I'm saying? Let me and jump. Let me jump in here real quick because I'm gonna ask you the question because right. I don't want to overwhelm them all at once. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's 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 compartmentalize things okay. a little bit, right? Okay, so and how do we get those views? Yeah, <laughs> like, what the but nah. we talking about like Kobe and LeBron. No, yeah, yeah, but nah, but <laughs> we gave Brown voice. We talking about? I like it though. I like this, it. This, this is what too. I'm saying though. This is what I'm saying though. At the end of the day, we could talk about Kobe and LeBron and all that, and that's facts, that's facts, good. Facts, that's facts, facts, that, facts. That stuff, that stuff is really good. You know what I'm saying? Facts. See, you get that's fat that, stuff, boy. That, that stuff is really good. That's from the gym, brother. That stuff is really good, but at the end of the day, everybody walking around with with bad. With, with issues, you know what I'm saying? We all walking around with anger that we don't know how to deal with. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, just because, so, so and just because, hold on, trauma. just because you have, and that's what I'm saying with this generational how trauma. Is, how is that our parents, de- Our parents dealt with trauma and they, and they didn't know how to deal with it. So yeah. you got some people, if your parents left you when you was a kid and then you have kids, you try to do better for what you, what that's you, me. you try to do better, right? Yeah. But this is the thing, because the you never dealt, because you never, you, you didn't know how to deal with that trauma. Yeah. You, you always ask, why did this happen to me? Why was my life like this? Yeah. I had a bad life because you internalize it as uh, you yeah. had it. Yeah. Because you internalize it as a negative thing and then you want to pass on something positive to your kid. Negative and positive. I gotta speak wait, on wait, this wait, too, bro. Can I speak to yeah, yeah. Negative I and speak positive. To that. Let me, let me I'm going to see this response, too. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll have a great insight to share. Yeah. I'm yeah. that guy. I don't know my father. Yeah, my father died when and, I was two um, years old. Yeah, your father passed, and you understand what happened to your father. I don't I even, understand. I mean, you don't not understand what happened to him, but you understand that he's not in your life because he's no longer here. Yeah, okay. I don't even know whereabouts right so that's one of those things that um has impacted me yeah. and because you say that i've always told myself the reason p- probably that i'm my age and don't have children is because it's very important to me not to just have children yeah like i want to be a father right yeah. because i didn't have that and i felt like that was something i lacked yeah. growing up and i missed out on and as though and although my grandfather and uncles tried to step in and be the best role models mm-hmm. and my mother tried to play both roles at times to give me the best life and I'm looking at like man I ain't perfect I'm, I'm a wild nigga but I ain't the worst right, right. Uh, I feel like I right. was missing something so I make sure if I do have a kid whether it works out or not with me and the mother there's gonna be I'm gonna be an active participant right yeah. that's very yeah. important Can I ask you a question? most well, definitely one question, one, question, one question though let me ask you one question though See what restorative justice is about, and like I said, why why it's different is because you have to you have to have that empathy part for the other person. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that in, in a real way that you're going to be best friends with your father, right? But if you actually got to hear his life story and why he actually did he what, he, what did. he did, do you think it would have an impact on you I in a, in a positive way? I and that's what it's about. It's not to you say want me that. To answer that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. 
There's no telling for one. So let me just go. Let me talk my head. Let me go ahead. I think it would have an impact. Of course, there's gonna be an impact. Now, what type of impact? Um, I think it's gonna be a lot of feelings, unresolved feelings. New feelings, though. It would be hard to hear because in most people's brain, you don't think that there's no excuse, right? You can blame my mama. You can blame your hardship. You can blame blah blah blah. There's no excuse. You made the decision not to be a mama, a natural decision. So that would be difficult to sort of sort of forgive immediately. But I do think hearing it could give you closure or some sort to that chapter of your life. You'd be like, you know what? Okay. What y'all think? Well, all right, man. Let me say. Let me say this. Um, you know, I'm super empathetic about a lot of stuff because, you know, I understand our thoughts and our emotions at any given time, you know, you can make a decision and it might just be about your mind state, not truly about like who you are, right? Like you can make a decision and think back to yesterday and be like, damn, why did I do that? That's because who you are right now, thinking about it at that point, you know, your mind wasn't working that way. So I think that, you know, I'm a father for one. Let's get it straight. I got a three-year-old kid. Congratulations to you, man. Like, that's like anybody that got a kid on the way, like, you just got like, that's just like having like the biggest New Year's Eve surprise party or some shit that you don't really know about. But you know New Year's Eve coming, if this makes sense. (laughs) You know know New Year's Eve is coming, but you don't know how good it's going to be. So, like, that's how being a father is, you know. Your kid, when your kid come, it's a little you. If you fuck with you, you're going to love it. And I love me. So I love her two times as much. Right, that is is true. You feel me? But a lot of people don't love themselves, so let's keep it real. I do. I'm just saying, yeah, I understand that. Sometimes you hate yourself. Sometimes you hate your situation. You're right. And and some people don't even know how to love themselves, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still excited for you, brother. I'm still excited for you. Okay, so so back to yeah, the, all right. The generational I want a trauma. MC, what you think about all this? What? Think about this generational trauma. Generational trauma. People, um, you know, parents passing <coughs> down things to children. I just feel like unresolved and continuing the cycle. I guess. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, <coughs> especially the uh, time period that we in now where mental health is, like, one of the biggest things. I feel like normalized therapy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you need somebody to talk to, you know what I'm saying? Therapy, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes your friends aren't enough to talk to because they're just going to tell you what you want to hear at the time. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like a therapist is just going to let you get it out there. You get to deal with it. You get to talk it over. You know what I'm saying? It's confidential. You don't got to tell nobody about it if you walk out of there. You decide to leave it in there. If, if you want to talk to somebody else about it, do that. But, I mean, sometimes family and friends, they sometimes, yeah, right, right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes family and friends won't challenge you. And sometimes they're not open to being challenged. Right. Why right, especially. Uh, back to that whole shit we had earlier. It's like when you're cool with people, it's hard to challenge one another. Right. But when it's a stranger and you know what you're going into, it's like I'm going here to be challenged. And they're there mm-hmm. to challenge me. Mm-hmm. So you're, right. you're like open. Yeah, to whatever, whatever challenge they may bring to you. Yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Even if you can't really talk to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Find something to do. You know what I'm saying? Find something to do that take the anxiety or whatever you're dealing with, stress, whatever. 
spot something, you know what I'm saying, that's going to make you feel better and make you want to be here at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? That's just, I mean, how I feel with my personal opinion about it. I agree with that. I agree with finding something to do because I noticed that my anxiety and my, my PTSD start kicking up when I don't work out. Like, if I go a week without working out, my whole body... I just I don't I don't my energy or my vibration is low, but right, that's something right. that and that's I try to keep up to do on a regular basis. Like I can feel myself. You that's know? a great addition to do some both of y'all points. Not just find something to do, find something healthy, right, and productive. Right. Yeah, right exercise. Yes, sir. Right. Not yeah. just physically, yeah. but maybe yeah. mentally yeah. and emotionally. Maybe um, maybe get into a good book. Right, good right, talk. right. You know what I'm saying? I just caught right. one. Right. The Alchemist. The the Alchemist. Yeah. Hey. We're thankful for all the listeners. This is our first podcast, first podcast back in a, a couple years, and we're excited about moving forward. I don't know who the fuck this is, but let me go find out. Um, <laughs> y'all wrap it up. Well, yo, it's on Shamal. I'm about to go see who at the door because they not like that. Yeah. Police. They did, bro. <laughs> the nigga rocking knocking right. the cops. <laughs> this is G. Thank you for listening to Fresh Podcast. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it was the first one.